We begin today's daf on Ayin Dalramud Bet, and we are three lines after they get wide. <coughs> We're looking. How do we know that when it says Ainui in the Torah by Kippur, that that Ainui is talking about Achila and Shdiya? The Berbish Ma'altan and the Emar Khan Ainui. It says by Kippur the word Ainui very neatem. That's not short to have an Emar the Halan Ainui. And it says by the Jewish people when they were in the Midbar, Vayam Necha. It says Vayaraibecha. So you see clearly the Ainui over there was Re'avon, was fat, was not eating. Ma'alalan Ainui De'avon. Just like over there, the Ainui in the Midbar was not eating. Afkan Ainui De'avon. So that's how you know it. So we also summon an Ainui of the Abu. The Gemara says, Oh, that's how you're learning it? Come the Ainuis. Vinilaf me'im ta'amneed benotai. Laban tells Yaakov Abinu, make sure you don't torture my daughters. And I was talking about refraining having Tashmish from them. So it could be the word Ainui is Tashmish. And therefore, when it says Ga'ini Temet, I'm sure Techem is teaching the people that they cannot have Tashmish. Danin, Ainui de Rabim, Ainui de Rabim. And Danin, Ainui de Rabim, Ainui de Yahi. The story in the Mibar was the Jewish people. Kippur is for the Jewish people. And the story of Mabar, and Yaakov, that was an individual. So we don't learn from the individual. Benila, me Ainui de Mitzrayim. Tichtiv, Bayar et Onyen. What was the Ainui that Paro did to us? He refrained us from having Tashmish. And over there it's Ainui de Rabim. So we should say that just like Ainui de Rabim in Mitzrayim is Pirishud Derech Eretz. Derech Eretz is a nice way of saying Tashmish. So to over here, by Kippur, it's Tashmish. Ela Danin Ainui Bideshamayim, me Ainui Bideshamayim. In the desert, the Ainui was from God. God uh, stopped them. And Kippur is a mitzvah from God. That was a man-made Ainui. We don't learn a man-made Ainui to a Torah uh, uh, inflicted Ainui. So basically, the Gemara ends up learning it from the uh, story in the Midbar, it has all the elements. It's Rabim, <coughs> and it's also Bidesh Shamayim. So you can learn it to Kippur, which is Rabim, and it's obviously Bidesh Shamayim. Hamachil Eman, Hamachil Echaman, Bamidbar, Lemaran, Andotecha. It says, God fed us the man in the Midbar, and the man was in affliction. But why should the man be in affliction? So you know what Rabbi Amir, Rabbi Asir, Hadamar, they only had food for one day. So they're always worrying, what are we going to eat tomorrow? The person has a basket filled with bread, he knows, we have uh, for a week. So that was the torture of it. Torture was the anxiety of what are we going to eat tomorrow? The man, you didn't see what you were eating. <coughs> and therefore, you can't have the regular hana'ah of the food when you can't see. The, the man looked like whatever it looked like, but it doesn't look, doesn't look like the food that you were intending to eat. How about yourself? We can't. The blind person, he eats, but he never gets satiated. Because part of the hana'ah is seeing it. Person has a sa'udah, you save it for the day. So when you can see it, eat it in the daylight. Amar Bizera Mekera, where do we know this from? Tov Marek Enaim, Me'alach Nafesh. You see, Tov Marek Enaim, Marek Enaim. It's good to see it for the soul. Amar Shakish, Tov Marek Enaim Be'isha, Yotel Megufoshil Ma'aseh. It's a bigger hana'ah in looking at the woman, even more than doing the abera. It's a hiddish. Shneemar tov malayinayim malach nafish, which means the maaseh is limited. 
I'm not going to do the Maaseh. However, the looking, he could have a permanent Ana'a. So when I say, you have to be careful from the Stakhlut Benashim. Ki yitain bekos eno, yitalek bemeshari. This is Pasuk in Mishlech. Shalomah Menem says, if you put your eye in the cup, it sounds like if you drink, yitalek bemeshari, you'll go straight. It's the opposite. The person drinks, he can't walk straight. So how does it say over the Pasuk? Ki yitain bekos eno, yitalek bemeshari. Anybody who puts uh, his eyes in the cup, I'm reading the Agotha Bach in order to make the Girsa. All the forbidden relationships become permissible to him. He goes into commit any sin of Arayot because he drank, so therefore there's no inhibition. Vehad Amar, one rabbi said, Kol anoten eno bakos. Whoever puts his eyes in the cup, Kol aolam kulo domealab kemishor. Which means he doesn't care about other people's money. Everything becomes his. Everything becomes fair game. And therefore he takes other people's money without having any, uh, any shame. Another person. Beaga belev ish yashchenna. What does that mean? If a person has a worry in his heart, Yashchenna. What does Yashchenna mean? Nabi Amin bin Nabi Aser. Hadamar Yashchenna middatok. Get rid of it. Try to forget about it. Don't try to uh, think about it. Push it off. Hadamar Yashchenna leacherim. Some say no. Speak it out. Yashchenna Yashchenna. Talk to a therapist. Talk to a person or talk to a friend about it. But she says Shema Yashchenu Esaf. You talk to somebody, he'll give you advice. Mm. He has an idea. So it says the Nahash, um, the snake, his bread is uh, the dirt. What does he eat? He eats the dirt, the dust. No matter what he eats, to the snake everything tastes like afar. So afar lahmo. No matter what food he eats, all tastes the same. That even if he eats all the delicacies in the world, he's only satisfied. When he eats the afar, that becomes his uh, his main duty. Tanya, Amar Rabbi Yosef, Bore, Shalok Midat Kadosh Baruch Hu Midat Basabata. The way of a Kadosh Baruch Hu is not like the way of Basar Badam, a person. That Basar Badam, Machnitet Chaviro, Yored Imod Hayam. The person gets wronged by his friend. His friend will chase him to the end. He takes a Revenge. And she says, fourth line, whatever he could do to hurt him, would have sido, would you read? Someone takes revenge on the guy. Baruch Hu, even though he gets angry at somebody, he still has a measure of mercy on him. Now, he cursed the snake. After the snake seduced Adam the Haba. So there's a silver lining. Wherever the snake goes, he has his food. Because it's afar. So therefore, the snake will never stop. He goes to the roof, there's food for him. He goes to the, to the ground, there's food for him. What's this holding in about? The snake won't pray to God, he'll have no relationship with God. He cursed Kenan to be a slave. So the Mura says, but what? The slave, he lives in the house of the master. Whatever the master eats, the slave eats. Whatever he drinks, he drinks. So he has a good life. He cursed the Habba. Everybody runs after the woman. He cursed the ground. And everybody sustains themselves from the uh, from the ground. 
So it just shows you that even when a kid who curses something, he's still an Ahmad, he still has a mercy. Zakhanu et adaga asher nochal b'mitzrayim hainam. So we remembered the three fish that we ate in Mitzrayim. So the Gemara is going to explain this word daga. Rabu Shmuel had amar dagim. One says daga dagim, the fish. We remember the three fish. Had amar arayot. And one says that the word daga over here is referring to arayot. We'll see how. The she says daga is lashon tashmish. Uh-huh. The kid of eyes. Because in uh, Mitzrayim uh, or in the Midbar, all of a sudden all the Arayot became forbidden to them. So they were saying, we remember in Egypt we could do whatever we wanted. And now in the Midbar, he gave us uh, all the Surin, we can't go with this one, we can't go with that That's one. That's why they were crying. That's why they were crying. But Khalim is going to say that in a second. So, Makes sense to say it was fish because it says that we ate in Mitzrayim. Yeah, makes sense also because the word Hanam. Because probably the Egyptians didn't give us free fish, they didn't give us anything for free. But Arayot is free. So each rabbi has a, a word to support his, his derasha. So the Gemara says, "Ulman damar arayot haketiv nochal." What is the rabbi that says arayot? What does he do with the word nochal that we ate? It's a it's a nice lashon. Nichtiv, like it says in Mishle, when Shlomo Amir is talking about an adulteress, he says, "Achla u'ma'ata fiha." She eats, meaning she commits tashmish. She cleans them out. The amra lo pa'al piyavin, and she says, "I didn't do anything wrong." So you see, that's a, it's a euphemism to Tashmish. Ulman da Amar Dagim, my Hindam. Why was it free? If you say it was fish, why was it free? Dava, my Tina, the home, Hefkera. Because they used to get the Hefkera fish, there was fish that was free. Da Amar Mor, if I use Israel, Shravim Mayim, Akhlan Barhum, as we remember, Tokamayim, Dagim, Ketanim, Bekadehem. They used to draw the water. There used to be fish in the buckets. There used to get three fish. But I understood if the claim was they remembered the fish that they ate. But Arayot wasn't their uh, thing. They weren't promiscuous when it came to Arayot. That's what the Pasuk says. My sister, meaning the Jewish people, are like a sealed, a locked garden. Which means they're locked. They don't get involved in uh, Arayot. <coughs> However, mm-hmm. they weren't uh, promiscuous in Egypt. It says the, it was like a wellspring that's locked. Implying that what? The wellspring of the Arayot. And it was locked. What do you mean locked? If you tell me they were, they were complaining, they used to have Arayot in Egypt. So what was locked about it? So when I said, Me'anach da'asidim lo peritidehu Which means, even in Egypt, they were still bound by the arayot of the Shema Mitzvot b'nei Noah. They had some semblance of arayot. And that's what it means. Ma'yan ganim, ma'yan hatum, that they restricted themselves in Egypt from the laws of seven Mitzvot b'nei Noah arayot. But they were in the Midbar, they got a whole list more. And that's what they were crying about. So now we remember we used to be able to do much more in Egypt. But they were totally uh, promiscuous. Mm-hmm. They just uh, had, a, you know, they were, they were limited, but they had more than they had in the Midbar. Mm-hmm. So he heard the people crying about their families. What does it mean about their families? About the relations that now were forbidden to them to have. Good. That means they were crying about Arayot. However, but according to opinions, they were crying about the fish. Meaning in the other person, they were crying about their families. They were crying about both. 
first person was crying about the fish, and now they were crying about the fish. That was that was forbidden to them. Both. Eta kishtuim veeta batiyim. Now they're talking about the complaints that the Jewish people had in the midbar. We remember the squash, and we remember the watermelon. Jepsen. So now the question is, why these items? Rabbi Amir, Rabbi Aser. They tasted everything in the man. However, there was five different uh, items. The items that is mentioned in the Pesukim. Remember the Kishu'im. And we remember the Abatihim. And the Betzalim, the onions. And the garlic. And the Hatsir. That's also a, like, a, like a, I mean, eggplant or something. But the point is. We remembered all these foods over there. So you have the man. No, the man didn't taste like these foods. And she says, why? Because it wasn't good for pregnant women and for nursing women. So therefore, the man would not taste like this, not to damage the pregnant and nursing women. They tasted all the flavors. In Egypt, they tasted the ta'am of it and the actuality of it, the, 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 the texture. Yeah. But the man, they tasted it, but they didn't have the texture. And then she says that it's the texture that's damaging. Which means, it's very interesting to point out, it's not the flavor of these items that are problematic. Mm. You can make a, a mock, uh, you know, onion or mock uh, garlic flavor, that's not the damaging item. It's the actual item itself, the way it is, that causes the damage. So it says the man was like a zeragad, a seed of God, and it was Laban, it was white. It was round like a gida. And she says it's a seed. Maybe that's coriander. It's a type of seed. But it was white, like a pearl. God, you want to use a different derasha. What does this God mean over here? Zera God, Shedomen, Zera Pishtan, Bigibodim. It was like the round seed of a flax in the stork. Achalim Omrim, God, Shedomen, Agada, Shemoshech Dibbo, Shed Adam, Kaban. It's God, Menashot Agada. Agada is like stories. So the story pulls a person in, draws a person in. So the man was so uh, delectable, he draws a person in. Because it's Agada. Continue Tanya Idah. God. Wow. Shemagi Lahem Yisrael. Ibn Tishal Rishon. Ibn Shemah Laharon. Person got married. And then he got divorced. And he got married within three months. He shouldn't have gotten married within three months. Normally he has to wait three months before he takes a new wife. Why? She gets, she gets pregnant. And you're not going to know if she gives birth to a seven month baby. You're not going to know is it a, is it a seven month or to, the, to, the new, to the new wife? Or it could be it's nine months to the first wife. So in the case of the Midbar, you had a detective that would be able to solve all these questions. And that was called the man. Because wherever the man, everybody got according to his family, what he needed. So therefore, when the baby was born, you look, who got the extra portion of man? The first husband got it. You know, it was a nine-month baby to the first husband. If the extra portion came to the second husband's house, so you know, it came from him. So therefore, it's Kezera God. It's Nagin. It tells you. It reveals to the people all these uh, these questions. Like the first born in Egypt. That's right. Lavan shemalbin amonotehem shem Yisrael. It's a kapara. Why is it a kapara? Now she says because of the anxiety that they had that they don't know if it's going to come down tomorrow. So that anxiety would be kapir the sins of B'nai Yisrael. It's four years already. There's no hazaka from today tomorrow. <laughs> person goes to work every day his whole life and he doesn't know what's going to be Tanya Rabbi Yosef Omer Keshem Shehan Navi 
היה מגיד להם לישראל משהו בחולין ומשהו בסכין, כך המן היה מגיד להם לישראל משהו בחולין ומשהו בסכין. Just like a prophet is able to tell a person all the secrets, what's hiding in this corner, what's in the hidden places. So to the man, reveal to the people all the secrets. Where? Kesach. Shnaim shebahu nefnei Moshe ladin. Two guys come to Moshe Rabbeinu for a judgment. Ze'omer abdi ganafsa. Ze'omer atam achatoni. One guy says, you stole my slave. The other guy says, what are you talking about? You sold it to me. Amarnehem Moshe. So Moshe Rabbeinu tells him, wait until the morning. The book in Mishpat. Wait till the morning, we'll judge. The Mahat, Im Nimsa Omro, the Betrabo Rishon, Viadua Shazeganabo, Im Nimsa Omro, the Betrabo Sheni, Viadua Shazem Machrodo. See where the man is. He testifies. Wherever the man goes. The man goes to the original guy. That means if the second guy stole it. If the man goes to the second guy, that means the original guy uh, sold it then. So the man decides the, the, the cases. וכן איש ואישה שבאו לפני משה לדין. Men and a woman come to משה לבנו for judgment. זה אומר, היא סרחה עליי. She cheated. And therefore doesn't want to pay. כתובה. He wants to divorce her. Doesn't want to pay. כתובה. והיא אומרת, הוא סרח עליי. And he's worried about I'm the loyal wife. He's fooling around. אמרתם משה לבוקר משפט. Right to the morning. If the man comes to the husband's house, her man comes to the husband's house, that indicates that he still is loyal to her. He didn't fool around, and therefore, must be she was the one that fooled around. Because it's showing that he still was willing to keep us, that she was the disloyal one. But if the man goes back to her father's house, must be she fooled around. And therefore, the man says, You were trying to get out of the house. And if the man goes over there, now, look at Ashi for a second. She's got a capital. The divorce, they're getting a divorce. Somebody that would want to argue now, there's a big mahlokir amongst the poski, is the institution of ketubah, the oraita, or the rabbanan. There's a mahlokir between the Sufaradim and the Ashkenazim. The Ashkenazim hold the institution of Ketubah as the Oraita. They write it. The Hazilach is the Oraita. The Sufaradim hold that Ketubah is only an institution with Rabbanan. If a Sufaradi uses a Ketubah of Ashkenazi, it's Shekel. Oh, wow! Of course, because you're writing in the Ketubah of the Sufaradim, the Hazilach is the Oraita. It's not the Oraita. But I'm wearing the film now. ketubah because they were in the Midbar over here. Mm-hmm. And what are they discussing over here? Ketubah, ye Ketubah. Where was the rabbi? There were no rabbis at Masayit Ketubot. We know there was no Ashkenazim yet either. Ella, you have to say that all this Rabbanan, already from the times of Moshe Rabbeinu, they instituted Ketubah with Rabbanan, you have to say. It's a little dohak, because it sounds like this was a, they just got the Torah, and this is a Torah. But nonetheless, it's a big one it says at night the dew would uh, rest on the camp and the man would land on the dew 
And the people went out to collect it. It says three pesukim. One pesuk it sounds like the man just landed, mm-hmm. and one pesuk says the people have to go out, and the third pesuk says they have to go far. So what do you need three pesukim to tell us the different locations of the man? Came to the door. They got a direct uh, delivery. Mediocre guys had to go out and collect it. They had to go out far. Right. When it says Yored Aman Allah, it says it was within the Mahane itself. Next person. Ketiv Lehem, Uchtiv Ogot, Uchtiv Betahanu. One person calls the man bread. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it was ready-made. One person calls it ugot. It sounds like it was dough. It was not cooked. Another person says they had to grind it. It sounds like it was kernels. Tzadikim, the man came down. And bread. Ready-made. Baked. Mm-hmm. They had to bake it. They had to cook it. Mm-hmm. The Rishayim came down like kernels. They actually had to... Grind it in the, uh, the grinder. Now, the Pasuk says, first we just said that they have to grind it. Okay. In a tahina, in a, in a grinder. But now it mentions a udacho, that to crush it in a midukha. Midukha is like a uh, water in a pestle. Pound. Pound it. So I'm not going to be mine. You know what came down with the besamin? Perfume. Perfume. Now what do you do with the perfume? You have to grind it. There was an extra, extra perk that came down with the man. That's right. So they should be good to their husbands, nice to their husbands. It's be pretty. And they cooked it in the pot. Now, what do we cook it in the pot? What were they cooking in the pot? also spices. With the spices that they cook in the, in the pot in order to give it a good uh, smell. So they, 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 got, yeah, they got all the different spices as well. They're only up to the pot. This so is when they were collecting for the uh, Mishkan. It says they brought the Nidava for the Mishkan, early in the morning. That's the time when they brought it for. So the Gemara is going to say they brought the donations from something that fell early in the morning. What fell early in the morning? The man. What, they brought man as a donation to the Mishkan? No. My book of a book here. Amara Shurban Ahmari, Amara Yonatan. Medaber. She aran lehem a book of a book. Medavar. She aran lehem a book of a book. From the item that fell early in the morning. What fell early in the morning? The man. Medaber. She aran lehem a book of a book. Medaber. She aran lehem a book of a book. Medaber. She aran lehem a book of so every morning you got besamim, you got spices, you got uh, jewels, it's a big item this month. And like a pasuk says, when the siim review et avne ashua, says the presidents, they brought the special stones, the precious stones. Tana the siim amash, the siim could also mean clouds. The clouds brought them, because the clouds from the man. The chinu omed the siim veruah. You have clouds and you have wind. The Geshem Ayin, but there's no rain. Just showing you the word Nisiim can mean the clouds. The time of the man was the time of the Shad. What's the Shad? Amar of Abu. Mashed. Shad ze. Tinok to Emba. The milk that the baby tastes on the mother's breast when he's nursing. Kamata Ami. 
the milk keeps on changing tastes. Why? Whatever the mother eats, based on the mother's diet, that's how the milk tastes. So just like the milk keeps on changing uh, 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 taste to the child, after man, because man is eating more, what's he more? Kama ta'amim. Ika ta'amre neshar mamash malga shed mamash shed zeh metapek lekama gevani. Just like the demon changes many colors, they have different forms. Afaman, this was to when they complained. When the Jews complained about the, the, the menu. So what were they saying? They want meat. So therefore, God said, fine. God said, I'm going to bring the meat at night. Tana Meshimet Rabbi Yosho Ben Korcha Basar Shishadu Shelo Kehogen They asked the Basar Shelo Kehogen What do you mean Shelo Kehogen? They wanted Basar, why is it Shelo Kehogen? So either because uh, they had food already they had the man and they had cattle as well so what are you asking for? You have man falling for you already and if you want to have meat, go slaughter your own cattle. So, what were they complaining for? Says so they asked it Shiloke Hogan. So God said, God gave it to them, Shiloke Hogan. Which means, it fell at night. When they didn't have time to prepare it in time for dinner. The right time for the meat to fall would have been a few hours before dark. In order to give them a chance to prepare it. And then when the time of dinner time comes, it's ready. Instead, it fell at night, which is already late. Why? Because they asked Shiloke Hogan, so it came down, Shiloke Hogan. Lechem, Shishaluke Hogan. But the bread, they asked Hogan, why? A person cannot live without bread. They were allowed to ask for bread. That wasn't considered something, uh, you know, excess. Itanayim Kehogan. It landed properly. Meaning in the morning. Bikam nemdat Torah derech eretz. The Meir Torah teaches us derech eretz. That what? Shelo yochal adam basar ela malayla. You see over here that the proper menu in the Torah dinner is meat. God just says, I brought it to you at the wrong time because I brought it to you by the time it was dark already. If you would have asked correctly, it would have came a few hours before it got dark, so you'd have to prepare it, so when it gets dark, it'll be made already. But you see why from this whole story, that the proper time to eat basar is at night. That's the Gemara diet. Okay. That's the best diet. The Ha'amar says, The person has a good sa'uda. Lo lechle ela bimama. It means like the day, which means eat it in the light. Hey, eat it in light, which means even if you're eating it at night, but don't eat it in the dark. You're not going to enjoy it. And I eat it in the light. I eat it in the dark and in, in, in light, but there are candles or something as you can see. Originally, the Jewish people, they didn't have set times to eat. So they were like chickens that just peck away to whatever they find in the garbage. Whenever they get hungry, they just eat something and it's all day long. The times of eating Saudah was established by Moshe Rabbein. See, the whole world gets up and eats breakfast and they have dinner. It's like, uh, that's Pashut. Uh, somebody taught us that? Says, yeah. Before Moshe Rabbein came, there was no schedule for eating. People just eat all day long. You know, pick over here and have snacks and all day long. There was no system of a, an official meal that we take it for granted. Somebody had to teach us that. Until Moshe Rabbein came and taught us, Zman Sa'udah. And she says, Ma'bokir, See, they didn't have a, uh, a lunch. They must have an early dinner. 
Because he's working all day. Abbasar Odenu bin Chinem says, so they were eating this uh, meat called the slav. So the meat was still between their teeth and they were dying. There was a plague that ensued. Uqtim al Another person says that it took them 30 days to die. Make up your mind, did they die immediately when the meat was still in their teeth? Or did they die 30 days? The Benunim, they died immediately. Less suffering. 30 days they suffered. What about the Tzadikim? They live. That's why it's only the Benunim and the Shaim. Then the Tzadikim didn't complain. That a Pasuk simply means that the Slav, the meat, was scattered around the whole camp. The whole Shaitan. Amar is Takish, Antiklin by Yishtehu, Ela Mishatu. That's a slaughter. It's a bird. Slav is a quail. It's a bird. So that's by Yishtehu, by Yishatu. They have to make Shaitan on it. Melamed, Shilhaibu, Sonem, Shisrael, Shaitan. Oh, it's worse. I'm Yishtehu, it's Ayam Shaitan. Yishtehu, Yishatu. As a result of complaining about the, the, the menu, Amisa was Hayab Shaita. Yeah, because the way they complained. Shatoa, his words, Shatoa was scattered out. Dana Mishud Rabbi Yoshua Mikurhat, Shatoa, Ela Shahot, was slaughtered. And a man, Shadam said, I'm a man, Tabar Shatoa Shaita. That those days, with the man came down these quails, which were birds, and then it shaita. Now she says, teach me that the slab was a. I needed shaita. This is before Matantara, This is before Matantara, why? Why before Matantara? Now you're saying it could be after? Brother. Yeah. Brother. Amar Rabbi. No, there's two words, Baishtahu and Shatawa. Imaman, no, it doesn't mean Imaman at the same time as the man. Imaman, with the man, came down slab. The man came down in the morning, and slab came down in the afternoon. Meaning, with, with, with the food, with the food uh, in the food department, there was man and slab. So, with the, those days, those 30 days, besides man coming down, slab came down as well. I'm just trying to make it that way there's no mahlokit between the two opinions. Normally they only got man on the menu. Uh, during these days over there, there was uh, two things on the menu, man and slav. But they fell down at different, uh, different times. Amar Rabbi. Why do you have to even say imaman? Yeah. Right. Take it out. You don't need those words, Imaman. That, that, that's, not the, that's not the point. Whether it fell with the man or not, you don't see that from the Pasuk. Okay, we continue. Let me just see on the bottom, the Kutera Shi. No. Just for Shari. We'll read that in a second. This we know already Moshe Rabbeinu is commanded about that Torah. Comes to the animals, you need kanev aveshet, and you need minimally rov shnei By the bird, minimally you need rov echad. 
But you see already, nowhere in the Torah does it tell us how Shechita is done. It's one of the proofs of Halakha Moshim Shem Torah God gave the details to Moshe Rabbeinu. But we know that already from Ela Matamun Omar Shatawah. So, what does it mean, Shatawah? Then, if you're not learning Shaita from here, Milamed, Shirad Laem, Mashtihin, Mashtihin. What does that mean? It was Mashtihin, piles of it. Piles and piles, layers and layers of uh, slab, one on top of the other. That's how they landed. It's giving you the, the placement. Now I have over here Tosfut Yeshanim. You don't mind if I read Tosfut Yeshanim for a minute? Min amechin istafam Moshe'an ha-shi'ita. Yikshara v'frayim. Here it sounds like that the law of Shekita by off is from the Torah. Just like we said by the animals and by the birds. he wants to say that the Kohen in the Beit HaMikdash how do they eat the birds? Melika but where's the Shaita? that's not a Shaita. that they go from the back Ela yeah. must be acquainted to be in Shaita in the Torah on the off and uh, it's only with the banana they made it the proof of the pudding is in the Beit HaMikdash they ate with uh, Melika and over here it's Masma that Shaita could you imagine this Shaita that holds Shaita off is uh, the banana so he says, "But he reads the B. The Achi Kamarat and the Kolama Kedemar Komet Zvot Olam Toshot Midi Bezot Abrayta." But by time Kamar Abrayta Achered, so maybe the Yisrael Tal Omen Torah. Even though from that Gemara it's Mashma that it's the Rabbanah, but the B had another proof from somewhere else outside of that Gemara that it was the Oraita. The other is the Shema Yisud Lo Kachil Kohen Bedika Kemochatan Taofa Baal Asafeg Tmapikata Mekra." <laughs> which means on a, on, a, on, a, on a certain nazir of a, uh, of a minor let's say of a minor where his nazirut is really not in a Torah the nazirut is discussing can a person let's say make his son a nazir he's a kid he's uh, nine years old so the beast says yeah it's good I know what the kid know he can't be spoiled he can't drink grape juice he can't have raisins and scrapes and stuff like that it's a good thing ok but if you're making him a nazir there's a kurban hatat that's brought after the nazir and hatat is off now what the Kohen's going to take this off make milika on it on something that's not even mandatory so it must be, you don't even need Shaitanta if you tell me somebody regular Nazir with the Oraita, okay, the Torah allows Melika. That's a hook. The Torah says Melika is okay. But if you're telling me it's for a kid, and you're still letting the grand make Melika, so it must be that the whole deal of Shaitan going to the beach is only Midrabbanan. From the fact that you're allowing the grand to eat Melika of a kid's Nazirut. So then the second answer he wants to say that could be he's going to do it, but he's not going to eat it. He'll make the milika, but he has a special possibility that he doesn't eat it. Okay? He's got to get out of it. He's got to get out of it somehow. Because he doesn't want to say that Shaitan Tov is the Rabbanan. So he says either he had another source to tell me it was the Uraita, or he made milika, and he didn't eat it. Okay, that's, that's nice. Okay. Come on, continues. Okay, when it comes to the man, it's called bread, it's called oil, it's called honey. Amar bi Yosim bi Hanina le Ne'arim Nechem. 
to the kids, to the youngsters, it tastes like bread. There's a kerim shemen, the tinokot devash. Each one according to his uh, what's good for him, as she says. Lechem yafin bahorim. Lechem is good for the youngsters. Shemen is a kerim. Devash, the tinokot. Then she just gives you something new over there. It's interesting. Here again, Mara says devash is good for the tinokot. Medically, you have to be careful, but that doesn't mean the infants. The record must be at least one or two years old. Before a child is one year old, it's a cannot give money. Yeah. It's a cannot. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. It's a It's dangerous. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. It's the Karina Selaf. It's written with a Samech, with a Sin, obviously, which can be read Shelaf, but we read it as if it's with a Samech, Selaf. Marhaina, Sadikim Bokhlim Otom Beshalva. Sadikim Aidit, comfort. Shaim Bokhlim Otom, the Menahem, Kisilvin, like thorns. They ate it like thorns in their stomach. Amarim Hanan Baraba, David Mines Slavhead. Amazing now. Gemara is going to tell you there's four types of these quail birds. Slav that they got in the Midbar is the worst of the four, but it's going to show you how fatty even the Slav, which is the worst of the four, is. Ve'eluen, Sikhli, Kibli, Pisuni, Veslav. Ma'alya Dekhulu, Sikhli. The best one of the four is the Sikhli. It's like a bird, small bird. They cook it or they roast it in the oven. And it expands and ends up filling up the whole oven because it's very fatty. They have to put it on, they put it on 13 loaves of bread. And the, on the fat drips all the way down. And there's so much fat even in the 13th bread that's on the bottom that you can't eat it alone. You have to dip it in some type of uh, condiment in order to break the, the fattiness. That means it's so fat, and that's the worst of the of the of, of, of the pistone, of the of the Buddha was a sadiq. God used to send them down the slab every day, bedanesh, next to the barrels in his uh, in his winery. Ben Habiyot, as she said. She's a man of Shabbai. God would send them down these birds. Lafazda mishtakale betzibe. Lafazda used to find his woodshed every day. Used to be some slab over there. Ben Shabbai used to send them. Nava mighty le arise kol yoma. Nava had a sharecrop. Every day a sharecropper used to bring him some slav. One day he didn't bring it to him. What's going on over here today? Why don't you bring me the slav? He went on the roof. Here the child quoting a pasuk de kamar. I heard the news and my stomach became angered. It must be there was some uh, bad news that happened. Hamas Ramina na anafshed Rabhazda. Must be Rabhazda died. Ubadil Raba Akhil Tarmida. Which means, and I was eating in the merit of the rabbi. Rashi says, Bishuta Rabaya Ukhila Talmid. Which Rabhazda Rashi says, Tamu Hamud Raba. It was the father-in-law of Raba, the Rabbo Haba. So he says, all those years that I was eating the Slav, it wasn't in my merit, it was in Rabhazda's merit. Must be Rabhazda died. And therefore, that's why there's no more Slav. In the morning, he says, there was dew on the top of the man. When the sun comes, what happens? The dew evaporates. Very good. So the dew starts to go up. So much when it was dew on top of the man. But it's mashma 
that the town came down first and then the man came on top of it. It's like in a box. Baruch Hu teaches us hygiene over here. Who's going to eat the mud if it's on the floor? The dirt in the midbar. So first, makes a nice uh, cleanliness on the floor, puts a tablecloth, and then he puts the man on top of it. From here you learn you don't eat things that are on the floor. Mm. <laughs> That's where you learn it from. The dedicated is from the Torah. No three-second rule. No three-second rule. Depends, depends what's felt. And what and what, what else do you learn from over here? Very good. From here you learn that the bread that you eat on Shabbat, which is Zechel Laman, because we eat two breads, so you're supposed to have a covering on the bottom and a covering on the top. That's why we put, let's say, a breadboard. We put the bread. We don't put the bread on the table, but we put it on something underneath it. Maybe you want to say the table, okay? But not directly on the table. We put something underneath it, and you put a covering on top. Everybody does all the covering on top. You have to raise a covering on the bottom as well. Zecher Laman. This is a. Uh, this is in a sealed container. It's the first uh, TV dinner. This is in a came in a box. Airline food. That's it. Back mechuspas. Let's go one more keta. This is all defining the man. It's called back. Like it's fine. Mechuspas. We know that word mechuspas means. Amr shlakish davar shinimawa al pisat hayad. Mechuspas is an acronym. It's an item that dissolves in the palm of the hand. It's so soft. You put it in your hand, and already it uh, falls apart. So, Mechuspas, Nimoa al Tayat. See, that's an acronym. The Biyukhanan Abadavash, Nibla, Bimatay, Barbaim, Mushmanai, Barim. It's an item that dissolves in the 248 limbs of a person. The word Mechuspas numerically equals 248. So, the Gibbalas, what are you talking about? Mechuspas, Tumahabit. Doesn't equal 248, it equals 254. It's extra six. It's written without a vav. So therefore, without a vav, it's 248. Which, what do you learn from this Gemara? That the man, there was no waste. Let him go to the bathroom for 40 years. Wow. Because all the man actually dissolved and absorbed in their bodies, there was no waste. Do we have any. That's what the Rebbe Nuhanan El says. Mechuspas. There's no, uh, no match to this word Mechuspas in the Torah. It's like a, a basket or a, or a bag. Like we just said, because then the tal on top and the bottom, so mechuspas meaning it's it's inside the basket. We didn't get to that tomorrow's now. Anything else on the page that we need to see? Very good. Baruch Hashem. Amen. 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 Amen.